Well, welcome to Talking and People, uh, uh, Talking People and Technology. <laughs> in fact, podcast. My name's David Gazzarotto. We're coming at you live, in all senses of the word, live from the ATC event here in Sydney. Live on the ATC Twitter. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> hi, Twitter. And uh, I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Jared Cameron. How are you, mate? Thanks, Dave. Yeah, really good, actually. We're uh, tail end of day two. So, yeah. uh, well, voice still working, which is great. Yeah, I got, I got my glass of water, though, this time. Tim, you won't know this, but uh, I lost my voice a couple of weeks ago when we were at another conference. I'm pleased it's back. Yeah, Although, it depends how this goes. I might say I wish that you lost it, but let's see. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Twitter, Twitter people, you can see that Tim is with us people on the podcast let me introduce you to tim grogan who is uh, part of the global enablement team uh, looking after talent solutions in asia pack for linkedin welcome tim thank you guys good to be here awesome it's great to have someone from linkedin obviously um, synonymous with anything to do with recruitment Um, so uh, really looking forward to to talking to you about what's happening in the world of linkedin yeah absolutely Um, so you've just come off stage the theme of this conference is about artificial intelligence and I understand that's kind of a direction that you're really focused on now? Yeah, I think it's obviously uh, a very hot topic and everyone's really, you know, recruitment's ultimately about productivity and efficiency and it was interesting hearing uh, one of the startup winners uh, before I went on, uh, his proposition was really about, hey, he really wants to give time back to recruiters because of the demands on the role and so artificial intelligence is a natural uh, opportunity to create that level of scale. Uh, yeah, and so we, we see we see significant changes afoot, and we're excited of how our technology can be underpinned to create more value for our customers. Yeah, awesome. So we know we know LinkedIn. I mean, I, I myself have been on LinkedIn since the prehistoric ages. Yeah, um, and <laughs> the reason why I was on LinkedIn very early, and I, I do love the platform. Um, I know it's got its it's got its. Pre- protagonists and its detractors and as most of these sure. things have. As everything does in life. Yeah. Um, but I, I've always been a, a big fan of LinkedIn. Um, I got on there, um, I was working at PeopleSoft. We were taken over by Oracle. There's a whole bunch of us PeopleSofters that went, oh, this is not quite right for us. <laughs> um, and at that stage, this was the new platform that everyone was getting their profiles on and with the, the aim of you know, s- someone tapping them on the shoulder for a great gig somewhere else. So that's kind of the, You're the, early, the early history as, as I knew it. So maybe if you could fast forward the 15 years or so now and tell us what is LinkedIn all about now, particularly yeah. from a talent solution. So it is 15 years uh, spot on. We just celebrated our 15-year anniversary, so uh, nice internal calendar there. <laughs> you know, I think where LinkedIn first started to where it's become has been a, a success story, not just because of its member growth, but because what it actually means, you know, our proposition of connect the world's professionals to make them more productive and successful. You know, 15 years ago, you would have thought, well, let's just help me get another job. But now the richness of the network, the value that people are putting into their personal profiles and their thought leadership or their knowledge that they want to share is creating a hub of value that, that we're seeing incredible membership growth. It's a tremendous opportunity, I think, too, in this, this modern, modern world. I know, obviously, um, you know, you've, you've, you've had uh, the acquisition by Microsoft, um, so obviously looking at a bigger play over time. Um, I expect with that, you've got you know the biggest database yeah. of of Massive. people's information around their job and what they're into. Um, what are some of the ways you guys are using that data set now? Yeah, well, I think um, 
First of all, I think the what what stands out really uniquely about LinkedIn's proposition proposition is that um, we're a members first organisation, and what that means is yeah. the integrity of how we think about member data is the number one priority. So whenever we think about how do we enable our member to be better, or how do we create a valuable solution uh, in the way that we might connect, you know, industry to our member. The lens that we always look at that through is, well, does this add value to our member, all right? And, and are we respecting the member and the integrity of the member and their profile? So that's a, mm. a starting point because, and I say that because I don't like the word database because a database feels like it's something that you can pick up and give away. And, and we've seen what happens when people get exposed to that more recently in the press, you know, really yeah. with Facebook and the integrity that, you know, that that probably wasn't there at the start. But, but more generally... Uh, what we're seeing, how we use, we're having. There's two parts to that. First of all, we have what we refer to our, our digital um, our mission is really about how do we digitally map the economic graph. Yeah. And so, how do we use that data in aggregate to sort of map every member, every company, every every job, every skill to ultimately uh, enable intellectual property, working capital, human capital. Uh, to actually lift the global economy up. And now we're starting to use that on aggregate with governments to say, uh, helping them make better decisions about what kind of skills do they need in what kind of cities, mm. where is jobs being displaced, but where is job growth, so they can make better economic decisions, make better policies to enable a better you know, world. Yeah, interesting. I think it's the richness of those connections. That's something that I certainly... I talked to my own experience in LinkedIn. One of the things that... Um, I really loved, um, I'm not sure how long, maybe about four or five years ago, there was this social network and analytics, and I'm sure you can still get to it somewhere. It was LinkedIn Labs that did it, created this beautiful um, chart, like mm. this, of, of all the network connections, and it showed the nodes. Of, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and who knows what, and it's a visual. Yeah. So that's a visualization of your own personal network. Yeah, it's fascinating. Um, it is fascinating, not just because colorfully it looks beautiful, but you can just see the crossover and the cross it was connections. Really clever, that wasn't it? Actually, and you could sort of see the nodes, and you could see how yeah. does that group over there interact with that group, and then yeah. you go, oh, I know that person who knows that person who knows that person. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I think that's for me, just as a member, first and foremost, is that that's what the thing I value of LinkedIn the most is that. How many times are you talking to someone and all of a sudden just randomly you find out that person knows someone and you're like, oh, I didn't realize we had that connection. Yeah. Well, digitally now you can see that in a really fruitful way. That doesn't, help. That doesn't just help you professionally. It can also help you personally as well, mm. depending on what it is that you want to do. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, um, it enriches the conversations you can have. I, I do like the feature that I'm about to walk into a meeting. It prompts me about 15 minutes before and says, you're meeting with Tim Grogan. Here's yeah. his profile. Yeah, I know. That's super uh, powerful. Yeah. Um, but you asked the other question about how do we aggregate that data at value, and I shared yeah. that at a really uh, strategic level, at a government level. But now we're really, within Talent Solutions, what we're most excited about is our, our launch venue insight solution. And so we've recognized that for years, our customers are like, how do you, you know, if I had access to your data, or if I was able to use that information, it would help me more effectively manage my stakeholders, or help me help my internal customers understand the complexity of the problem we're dealing with you know it's a supply and demand challenge and not everyone sees it outside of talent acquisition and so the launch of this new product is actually putting this aggregated data in the hands of our customers to have much more detailed thoughtful conversations to help the hiring manager understand the the, the reality of their role and the complexity and the strategies that they want to implant mm. it's funny how um a few years ago the conversations in these conferences were always about how do you get your time to hire down and how do you recruit yeah. faster and like the conversations been very much about saying how do you really find the right talent and how do you actually match them well to your organization and how do you check that they've got good cultural alignment and and a lot of what this 
year has been about and how do you use artificial intelligence to drive that for you you know so i guess i guess your you your, your linkedin is recognizing that there is a bit of a market shift there and maybe people are starting to solve the process problems and they're starting to look for the more complex challenges and yeah i think i think if you look at when linkedin came to australia as an example 2010 the proposition for a long time was around passive recruiting and how yeah. we helped mm. communicate more effectively to that that group who weren't actively looking for a role. We think passive recruiting now is table stakes. We think it still plays a role, but we think it's a it's a net neutral because it's a more active way that people are now actually where we see the the growth and and, and enabling the the organisations to be more effective is how do they use that rich data and how do we create more productivity in our solutions using the benefit of our data and artificial intelligence to actually help them be more productive, find that efficiency and, and, and interpret that signal, whether it be our, how our candidates are making decisions. You think about data, it's, we have identity data of who you are, we have the intent data, which is the actions that you make yeah. towards what jobs you might be looking at and then you have that affinity data, which is how you're engaging with content, how you're engaging with information, what you're sharing. Yeah. That gives us a rich profile into that professional that's not possible anywhere else. And then we complement that with, we've got this campaign, sorry, this company insights. So we bring all that together in a really valuable way. Yeah, that's interesting. I, look, I, I, I'm going to call out an elephant in the room in yeah. terms of um, potential threats to that model. And um, the, big, the biggest one of all is Google, right? Yeah. And, and obviously in the last 12 months, they've um, uh, created a job algorithm and, yeah. and um, made it more intuitive to be able to do job search and I think they're starting to even put a rudimentary ATS, ATS behind it for small yeah. business. What, where do you see the threat from someone like Google who ostensibly has this data set on just about everything we could possibly do Yeah. versus I guess how LinkedIn play that? Yeah, so I think what's really interesting when you look at uh, Google Hire um, and you look at LinkedIn, so two things just to call out. First of all uh, the amount of search for jobs from Google to LinkedIn actually historically has been very low. Right. So there's a lot of other players who actually had uh, uh, anchored their uh, algorithms and their searching really deeply into Google to try to drive traffic to their platforms. LinkedIn didn't go after that place. Right. So as soon as we heard what Google was doing, we were almost the first knocking on the door going, happy days because yeah. we've got you know, 20 million jobs now within the LinkedIn platform. Right. How do we digitally align that to what Google's trying to do in aggregate so we can mm. actually drive more? We think we can benefit deeply mm. from it because we think it's going to drive more people into our LinkedIn platform. Mm. As far as the ATS, I mean, uh, they're not the only ATS in the game. In fact, if anything, we've yeah. just launched a, a new, uh, we call it Recruiter Connect, and we actually think there's an incredible opportunity where we can take ATS data uh, and this is with the this is with the ATS on board with this, and this is with the company on board with this. But it makes it it's a gateway that connects your ATS data and and overlays it into your recruiter data. So all of a sudden, yeah. you can look at your searching and your talent pools within Recruiter, and you can see who are the people that are already in your ATS that you might have had an engagement with. And we think that's going to enhance the experience mm-hmm. for our recruitment partners. So so we're partnering and seem and we see ATS as, as an incredible partner for us. Yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah, the um, I think just another extension of that. I like to, I can sort of see this vision um, of the future where um, we will not so much have our employee profiles um, owned by the company we're working for that we actually yeah. port them around and we plug them into whatever HR platform that they're using. You know, um, data will be added to that from our um, time with that organisation. We unplug it and we put it somewhere else. Um, I've always thought that LinkedIn has a natural advantage to become that kind yeah. of 
proprietary employee profile um, that then can be walked around and, and plugged in? Well, I think the two things there. I think, first of all, the profile is the individual's. It's your personal profile. It's, it's actually not the proprietary of the company. It's your choice to represent yourself and manage your own digital profile. Uh, the point you raised, though, is an interesting one, is there's, there's no doubt that there is a, 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 companies are seeing huge value in the way that they internally, their intranet is so difficult, or their, their you know, a work day or their HRS system, it's so difficult to keep that data up to date yeah. that there is this real synergy of how do we use LinkedIn yeah. data because mm. it might even be more up to date than some of our own yeah. historical systems. And why would you want to update it in LinkedIn um, and then have to go into your company system and do the same yeah. uh, changes. So there's yeah. that element as well, the yeah. basic kind of level two. Yeah, and so, I mean, I don't know. I'm not uh, glued into what the future may stand, and I don't know what the kind of, uh, you know, gateways are in between a HRS and, and LinkedIn yeah. today, but I do see that, that that more and more people are asking for this type of uh, yeah. service. Well, I mean, some of it comes down... Oh, sorry, Jared. No, you go, mate. I'll, I'll, I'll finish this thread, and then I'll, I'll give you an <laughs> opportunity to talk. Um, I'm a LinkedIn fanboy. I've called it out. <laughs> um, the, the extension of that is, that is the validation of your LinkedIn profile, and this is something that's been debated a lot. Yeah. You know, is, is a paper CV or an online CV a more validated representation than the LinkedIn profile? Because obviously everyone on LinkedIn is inflating everything they do, you know, to make them look better than they are. And we've all got photos from 15 years ago, so we look younger. Not all of us, just <laughs> some of us. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's been a long-discussed point, and here's, I'll share my view on yeah. this. Uh, so, so I think, actually, the reality is, if you think about it yourself, it's easier to inflate your own CV because it's your own word sort of document yeah. that no one really sees except for the recruiter. <laughs> With you. Right? And, and, whereas your LinkedIn profile... You go in, if I was to go in and just say, hey, I'm interviewing someone, and I go, I'm, I'm just going to call myself the CEO of APAC, as yeah. an example. Yeah. Well, that immediately sends out to a lot of people, and it becomes discredited very quickly. Yeah. And also, in the public my domain. own personal brand is damaged very quickly, yep. even though I'm trying to elevate myself for an opportunity. So we actually think there's more transparency in how people are managing the reality of who they are and what they do. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe something like blockchain is going to be the thing that solves that in the long term because you know you might be able to actually have an indisputable record that says actually yeah. you were the CEO in that organisation it's been verified by that organisation yeah you know and I think it's very early days that uh, where we're at with that new technology yeah. but certainly uh, you know our, 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 our high level of confidence our uh, powers that be are, are looking at everything and everything sure. and continue how we add value to our member I'm sure there's a bunch of geeky guys tinkering around with that stuff at yeah. the moment in the LinkedIn labs. Yeah, absolutely. The Star Wars figurines next to their desk. Yeah. Benefiting from their side investments in yeah. <laughs> it's funny though you're currencies. Ask, yes, that's right. It's funny you were asking before about taking yeah. your, your profile with you. You know, in some regards, Facebook solved that from a login perspective. So you can go to any application pretty much now and use your Facebook profile to log in. So it's kind of the reverse of that where you're working in an organization, you've completed a lot of learning, maybe you've got some awards, you spent a certain number of years of tenure doing certain things, leadership development programs. Sure, you want to you take that with you, right? You want to you be able to plug that into your profile. Some of us are better than others at perhaps yeah. making LinkedIn aware of that, but yeah. I could certainly see a, see a time when that should be something you shouldn't have to think about. It should, LinkedIn should just know that you did those things, you know? Yeah. Or should, you should be able to have the choice of making LinkedIn know that you did those yeah, things. Yeah, the good point there is I think, you know, on, on your CV, it's just a, it's words that represent your experience, but you can digitally yeah. tell that story now with, yeah. with uh, videos or PDFs, yeah, et you can add actual things that say, here's something I did and 
You hear something I produced and you yeah. can create your own portfolio, can't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I really see that strategy of um, that member-driven. I think you've done another, it's a, been a bit of a reamp of that lately. I think it's been a reaction to, to video coming in and Instagram playing, Twitter, you know. Um, I, you know I, I like the way that we're now able to use LinkedIn in a broader context and, and align our personal brands. Uh, it used to be literally a CV online. Now it is you yeah. as a person, as a human yeah. as much. Uh, that probably reflects, and this is, I think the point I'm, I'm interested in exploring here is that, that's a reflection of the evolution of work as well, that we are much more entwined between our, our personal life and our work life. Yeah. And is that an evolution of the platform accordingly? Yeah, and, and, and I don't know this, but is it now that you know, maybe your jobs weren't really you know, historically spoken about as much? You know, it was like a work is yeah. work and, and my personal yeah. weekends are my own, but now people define themselves so much about their career we've got a different workforce we've got different you know modern day parenting is, is a career is really yeah. critical and so therefore you know it's almost uh, your, brand is, your brand is both your brand is both yeah. you know and the expectation is to do both yeah <clears throat> we're all working harder than ever before trying to yeah. manage both yeah. Um, yeah and I think your digital profile your, who you are is an important part of that yeah so um, we're sort of running against the clock here. So perhaps if we can sort of encapsulate this and give you an opportunity to um, just tell us um, what, do you, what are the sort of uh, key things that you are um, seeing that are differentiating LinkedIn from perhaps other platforms or other um, solutions that support recruiters and talent professionals? Yeah, you know, I think that uh, there's a couple of things there. I think our, we're, we're in a constant state of uh, evolvement. If you think about... First of all, from a member experience, the platform is continuously investing and adapting and changing, and you you see that, you feel that. What it looked like a year ago is different from how the experience today and the yeah. and the value of that content. And at the same time, we're really recognising our segments and our, our our career. So, someone who's a career job seeker, what does that experience look like, and how do we create a better experience for them? And the products constantly evolving to enable that person to achieve that that opportunity. And then if you look at our, our, our monetization strategy for Talent Solutions and the investment we're making in those products, mm. uh, we're, we're, we're probably seeing the most, I think, exciting roadmap for the future that we probably have seen, I think, since we first launched Recruiter onto the market. Right. And that's because the maturity of artificial intelligence has got to a point that this incredible amount of data that yeah. we've amassed over 15 years, now backed by this yeah. machine learning AI, can really transform the experiences and what the products can do in a way that I think we'll continue to see huge growth for our organisation. Yeah, that's fascinating. Great to have uh, yeah, the ability you. to spend some time with you on that. Um, as I said, fanboy of LinkedIn. Looking forward to seeing what the evolution um, takes shape. Yeah, absolutely. Next, maybe next year, you never know, we might be live streaming on LinkedIn Live. I hope instead so. Instead of on Twitter. Like, That's right. Look, I would, yeah, I would like to see that. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, let's we let's too, build so. your profile, guys. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as soon Followers as it, of one on as, LinkedIn. Let's as, go. As soon as, it, as soon as it's up, we'll be using it. So. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Well, so thanks for your time, Tim. See you, folks. Ciao.